I'm so legendary, that's why I stand out. 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 Thank God for making me. You're now tuned into the Midas Touch podcast. Like the great investor Warren Buffett says, there's three rules that we need to remember to become a successful investor or a successful business owner. The first rule is make money. Second rule is don't lose money. And the third rule is don't forget the first two. Now in the stock market, what allows us to make consistent profits or in any market, be it the real estate market, uh, the sneaker market, whatever you're trying to make money out of, what's the main thing that allows each and every one of us to make consistent profits? It's always about being able to spot deals. You see, we need to understand the investments or the investment vehicle that we're getting ourselves into. A lot of people, they like to ask me, Kai, um, should I get into real estate? Should I buy stock? Should I start a business? Um, should I invest in gold? Should I uh, invest in insurance? Right. A lot of people always want to ask like this question, but it really comes down to personality. You see, any investment vehicle can help us grow our wealth or help us make more money, but it really comes down to whether or not you have a personality for it. For example, some people, they like to drive two-door cars, right? Coupes, convertibles, whatever you call it. Some people like to drive four-door. Some people like to drive SUVs or trucks. It really comes down to personality. For example, if you want to start a business, you have to ask yourself, do you like to sell, right? Are you good at communicating with people? Um, can you handle uncertainty, the stress, right? Because there's a lot of things that comes with owning a business, right? Would you be able to handle uh, the legal aspects of it, right? There's so many things that comes with owning a business, which is why some people just really aren't suitable for businesses. And for real estate, right, a lot of people say, oh, I want to buy an investment property and rent it out. It's a great idea. You could definitely make money off of that too. But you have to ask yourself, are you a handyman? Like, are you a handy person? If something in the house breaks, would you be able to fix it? Or would you have the connections or understand how to fix it? Because a lot of people say, oh, I could just buy a real estate property and I could always hire a contractor for any repairs, but it's easier said than done. You see, sometimes those repairs could cost thousands of dollars. And not only that, if you don't really understand, uh, like, the construction aspects or the renovating aspects, the material, right? Like just how things work, you could get ripped off. And I see this happen to a lot of people and, you know, just managing my own property and dealing with tenants. I'll tell you that it's not as easy as it looks. It's simple, but it's certainly not easy. So, but, but some people, they love real estate, you know, they, they love dealing with people like the tenants, they understand, they, they might have their own construction company. So if anything breaks, they know how to maneuver around Home Depot. They know exactly what's again, they can get things done. Now with the stock market, which is what we're mainly going to be talking about here. I like stocks because I, myself, I've 
you know, done different businesses before. And I would still like to, you know, do a business and stuff like that. But to me, I don't like handling certain challenges and certain stress. It's just not for me. But I like stocks because I'm a numbers guy and I know how to evaluate the financials. I know how to evaluate the charts. And to me, stocks is a great leverage to be able to own a piece of a business without actually having to do all the legwork, right? For example, uh, a share of Apple stock costs about $120, right? Right now, a share. So literally, I buy 100 shares. It probably cost me like $11,000, but I could own a piece of Apple without having to run it, without having to operate it or deal with the stress. All I need to do is just basically buy the piece of the business and just wait until uh, Apple turns around and makes profits and the share price would go up so I could make some capital gains, right? It's I feel like to me it's simpler, but the hard, the hard part is just being able to understand the business. You see, like, I'm not really a tech person. So for me, I'm not really big into tech stocks like some of my friends because I don't understand the tech business. You see, a lot of people, they buy a share of stock just looking at the company symbol, looking at the charts and um, looking at how the prices move just to make uh, a quick flip. And you could do that too. You know, a lot of traders, if you're in it, just for the biscuit, right? Like what my my good friend Rocco likes to say. He's like, oh, I'm in it for the biscuit, risk it for the biscuit. If you're in it for the short term, just to make a quick gain, then yeah, you may or may not have to fully understand the business, but it's always ideal to be able to understand the business that you're buying because it makes you more confident to be able to ride the uncertainty. Because if you buy a piece of a stock, it's not always going to go up. It's not always, you know, uh, roses and, and flowers. Sometimes it, it, it could get real ugly, right? You buy a stock one day and then the next day it, it, it drops and you just see a lot of your savings or your investment uh, go negative. But if you understand the business that you're getting into and you're confident in the business, then you wouldn't be afraid of holding on to it until the business turns around and the prices go back up. Uh, if, if any of you guys ever traded, you guys understand what I'm saying. But as a long-term investor, it's really important to be able to have vision of the company, right? Like, like when before Warren Buffett buys a business, he likes to understand the business and he would pretty much like to see like, where's this business going to be 10, 20 years from now? And one of the rules that I like to follow is if I'm going to buy a business and I'm going to hold it for a very long time, I would want to buy something that if the business or the company were to disappear, it would actually impact other people's lives, right? Like right now, Uber, if Uber ever disappeared, it would affect people's lives, right? Like if Apple disappeared or Microsoft disappeared, it would impact a lot of people. So you want to be able to buy businesses that make a difference. So that's one of the keys in making consistent profit is being able to understand the business and the market that you're buying into, right? A lot of people, I don't know if there's any sneakerheads that are tuning in right now, but you know how much a pair of Yeezys costs or how much uh, a pair of Jordans costs, right? Like the different models. So 
in a sense, sneakers or even music is kind of like the stock market because one day something's hot and one day something's not. One day someone is willing to pay a thousand or twelve hundred dollars for a pair of Yeezys, and maybe the next year nobody wants to even pay a hundred dollars for it. So that's something that we need to understand with stocks too. So when you're buying a stock or you're buying a piece of a business, you should kind of have an idea of what that business might be worth, right? Like when DraftKings came public uh, around like April, it was trading at $19 a share. Now, I kind of understood DraftKings a little bit because growing up, I always see people like betting in sports with that platform. So I know that it's something good, right? I understood that it's virtual. And being that it's a pandemic, a lot of people thought DraftKings was crazy because they're like, why would they go public right now when the economy is doing so bad? I thought it was a genius idea because DraftKings has never been a business that uh, that relied on a physical location like a lot of the retail stores to make their sales. They generated pretty much almost all their revenue through, um, you know, the internet, virtual, right? Like the the money the way they they make money is through the internet and i think it's very important right now to be able to buy a business that could generate profits even without a physical location so i but the only downfall about draftkings is that their business relies heavily on people betting on sports now as you guys know with the coronavirus going around uh sports sports has been off for a very long time and so recently the games just started popping up so there were there was a lot of uh, uncertainty. I see a lot. I saw a lot of people they would buy something and then they would sell it off right away because there was some negative news. But I always understood that once sports came back, that the investors' confidence would come back and the stock would definitely definitely take off. So I was trading it at like nineteen dollars a share and it went as high as up to sixty three dollars a share. Now it's dipping back because of the news of the coronavirus and then sports or whatnot. But once the coronavirus or the pandemic is over or, or when things get better and sports is really booming, that that's a stock that we could really look into. So right now it's at like $42 a share. It's still on sale. And that brings me to tell you that to make consistent profits, right? You got to be able to spot the deal. Cause a lot of people think that the money that money is made after um, buying a deal or closing a deal. Actually, the money isn't made after a deal. It was made soon as we got the deal, right? Like if you know that a pair of Yeezys is worth twelve hundred, and somebody's selling it for five hundred, and you know that you could sell it back up for twelve hundred, you you would even borrow the money to buy those pair of Yeezys. And that's the same thing with stocks. We need to, before we buy something, if we understand the value of it, there is no way we won't make consistent profits. And here's the difference between gambling and investing, right? When you go to the casino and you gamble, you either win or lose. You you know right then and there. But when you buy a stock and you invest in a position, yeah, like one day you could be down 1K. There's been times I've been down a few grand on a position. But I understood what I bought into, and I know that as long as I hold the position long enough and I don't panic sell like a lot of these people, because a lot of these people, you know, they, they they read the news and they believe and they buy into the false alarm and they can't wait to exit out the door. But 
whatever I buy, I understand. So there have been times I've been down a few grand and I hold on to it and I'm up a few grand, you know? So you have to understand what you're buying into in order to make consistent profit. And the consistent profit comes from being able to buy stocks at a good deal. And how do you spot these good deals? See, in stocks, there's prices, right? And there's different price levels. And there's really two vocabulary words with price uh, related to price levels that you need to understand today. If you understand this, you, you're pretty much going to get a good grasp in investing. So there's something called resistance and there's something called support. What does resistance mean? So when you're looking at a stock chart, when you see that when a stock gets to a certain price and it drops, that means that people are only willing to pay that amount of money for a stock, right? Like for example, Coke, let's say you see that whenever it hits $51, it always drops back to 49. That's how you know that the resistance is around $51. People aren't willing to pay more than $51 for that stock. But you notice that whenever um, Coke goes to maybe 46 or maybe 45, a bunch of people are buying it and picks the stock back up. Then you know that people are supporting Coke at the price level of 46 or under, right? So we want to be able to buy with a margin of safety, meaning that even if we buy it at a price that doesn't allow us to maximize our profits, we want to be able to buy in a sense where even if the stock goes down, we're still going to be able to profit, right? Similar to when we're driving on the highway, we want to be able to keep a good enough distance from the car in front of us that even if we forget to brake or if we brake or, or we delay our brakes, we still won't hit the car in front of us. So it's the same thing when we're buying stocks. We always want to be able to buy at a price point that no matter what happens, we're still going to profit. So I hope this helps you guys. And like I said, if you guys have any questions, feel free to DM me on Instagram, but definitely join my stock pick program. I'm going to be doing more educational videos. I'm going to write a lot of content that you guys could read up on. And I'm going to try to definitely break everything down where a beginner or even someone that's intermediate um, can understand or even get your investing, uh, get your investing game up to another level. All right. So definitely join my stock pick program at patreon.com slash Midas touch. That's spelled P A T R E O N dot C O M slash Midas touch. Hope this, hope this helps you guys once again. And until next time. I'm so legendary. That's why I stand out. I'm so legendary. That's why I stand out. I was only seven when these soldiers went to heaven. As I get older, my story gets told in the end. Remember to mention me as a legend. On top of buildings, that's where I stand now. Shout out to Crack. Shout out to Stealth. Shout out to Rondu. Legendary.